Winnie Cooper whenever yours. I don't know. Oh, that's the main thing. Yeah. All right. Now I'm done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> whenever done, we just give up. Um, <sighs> <sighs> All right. I'm out. Hello, Matthew. Hello, Michael. Perchance podcast? Let's shell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can't just say perchance. Welcome Verily, Michael. <laughs> Welcome to Hacking the Grepson. Um, we are your two storytellers today. Okay, no, I'm done with that. Um, Welcome to Hacking the Grepson. Uh, we are a podcast where two jokers be silly. But today, we're going to be serious. Two joke guys. Serious about content and finding it and labeling it. Um, Yeah, we're going to talk about content management or content tagging systems. This came to my mind recently because I read a thread on Twitter where... um, By Hillelogram? Hillelogram. At Hillelogram on Twitter... Uh, was talking about how he's endlessly fascinated with content tagging systems. Matt, what is a content tagging system? It's a way of identifying some data so that you can find it later by sticking a label on it. Or more multiple labels. Yes. Now, I feel like in the olden days of computers and how they organized their data, tagging wasn't always a thing. No, it was generally it was more structured than that right uh, folder, Hier- hierarchical yeah files and folders this goes in here right the end yeah like if you look at even today's like you know normal unix system there's a bunch of short short named directories like var and uh, etc etc yep. and bin and all that kind of stuff and you know if you're looking for something on the computer and you know a unix system and you know what those folders mean you can just go into a folder and a subfolder right. and a subfolder to find what you're looking for but and, that's and where that started to break down mm-hmm. uh, cuz that that worked that works very well at a certain scale but yeah. as you get more things or add more options for where something could live mm-hmm. it becomes harder to do so you mentioned user bin mm-hmm. right or just bin yeah. right on on any given unix system if you're looking for a particular executable, it could be in bin, user bin, s bin, user s bin, user local bin. Like there's some, mm-hmm. or in a local bin directory you have in your local directory, yeah, or your anywhere directory. else, yeah. anything that's in your path. Yeah. And so the only way to find that is either search through all those, or you run a command that knows how to find that. But which, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and some of them are just, some commands are built into your shell, right? So right. like that kind of uh, exemplifies to me where you would want to use something like this mm-hmm. is and that only works if you know the name of the command right? right what if I didn't know the name of the command how do you find it and right. that's where I think content tagging systems come into play yeah and I think uh, a really good example of when tagging systems you know went super popular was probably Gmail Gmail Google yeah Mail. for sure yeah and, and it was like one of the first times where you know you could tag your emails as opposed to just having them in this hierarchical folder of like, here's my work email, here's my personal email, here's my email from grandma. Right. Instead... Because when I used Pine uh, as my email client... Yes. uh, (laughs) Pine is not email. Yeah. Uh, I would... That is what it stood for. Mm -hmm. I forgot about that. They all stand for stuff like that. Acronyms. Um, I... I mean, that was folders. Yeah. You you got an email 
and you either left it in your inbox, you deleted it because there was no archive, or you put it in a folder. Right. And I, I had like three. It was uh, important. <laughs> Uh, I think I had one called Archive, which mm-hmm. was just everything else. And then I had one for the person who's now my wife. Uh, like, I had a folder specifically for hers because I wanted to be able to go back and look at them. Um, and now all those are gone. Although she does have a unique label in Gmail. Oh, well, uh, there you go. She's still. upgraded. Yeah. Uh, but mostly because of the folder system. But what, what that did is when you got an email, um, let's say you wanted to do organization and uh, of your emails. And you were like, okay, I'm going to do... Uh, recipes mm-hmm. and things from my mom mm-hmm. and uh, stuff to do with a garden. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, let's say those are my folders. And then my mom sends me a recipe that says, go out to your garden and does the thing. Which folder do you put Which that in? folder, Matt? Right. And that's where labels came into play. Well, now, now let's not forget the lowly symlink. You probably could have symlinked some stuff around, but that would have gotten a little yeah. crazy. I don't know that email clients let you do that as much, but... Well, but if it's all just files on a hard drive, you then, could, then yes, you you could, could do yeah. that. I mean, but yeah, but for, for a GUI where you're interacting and clicking on stuff, <clears throat> uh, symlinking is not going to be right. a thing. So instead, enter tagging, yeah. where you can just put on that email garden, mom, right, whatever. And then, if I'm searching for something and I can't remember which folder I put it in, mm-hmm. but I know, oh, I'm, it had a recipe in it, you can start to search by those keywords. and. Mm-hmm. There was searching by keywords in general. Like, still, if you go into Outlook, you can do that. Um, I think we all learned about keywords back in the American Online days. Oh, Remember sure. when everything was a keyword? When nobody knew what URLs were, there was no domain names. It's just like, if I want to find out about the latest Toyota yeah. Corolla, I type in Toyota as a keyword, and you go to their little page. This is Hacking the Greps, and buy a Toyota Corolla. <laughs> They're not sponsoring us, but they might. They someday. could, if, if you don't say that. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I'll, I'll cut that out. Um, yeah, so, 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 yeah, I mean, if you want to think about tags as basically just being keywords, it's sort of like taking a piece of content and finding the most important part of it yeah. that you can easily remember to find later. And obviously, you know, uh, another huge, I mean, if you think about tags like that, like, isn't Google search just like a big tag Effectively, management yeah. system? Yeah, I, I mean, that's what search engines were for a long time, I think, was basically th- there would be keywords right. <laughs> that were associated with a given page. Oh, my gosh. You remember keyword stuffing when people used yeah. to put... you put it all at the bottom of the page. Yeah, and, with, like, the same color as the background color so you couldn't see it. For and, sure. And that's how you that's how you rose up in the ranks. Because oh, those were, because that's that. back when we had, uh, what were they, spider bots. Right. Crawling back I think, when Yahoo was king and AltaVista right. was king. I think they still do that, in fact. It's like they crawl the web right. and just search for words. But what that's doing is that, so we were talking about labels, like in Gmail, and that is a very user-generated labeling system. Mm-hmm. I know how I might want to find this later. This right. email is tagged received because it was one that came to me. Right. So I don't have to search to my email address, because I have multiple email addresses that feed in the same inbox. So just anything that comes to me is received. I right. can always search on that. Yeah. And this one's from my wife, so it's received and from my wife. And this one is about recipes or whatever. Um, and so, like, but that's me curating those tags. Right. Whereas with search engines, um, that is either pulling the entire text of the page or there's some smarts going through it and trying to categorize the page into certain keywords, basically. Well, and even, honestly, today, the the keyword stuffing 
of the olden days, I think, has now moved to meta tags, at least on websites. Because I know when I work on websites, like, meta tags are still important for SEO, yep. search engine optimization. Because, you know, you're kind of trying to do Google's job for them and say, like, yes, I have this website with 100 pages, but, you know, here's the title, here's the genre, here's a short description, and that makes it a lot easier to yeah. categorize your stuff. Yeah. And, and the other place you see metadata stuffing effectively is hashtags. Yes, the look hashtags. At, look at the bottom of any Instagram post, yeah, any TikTok. Or, tw or tweet. Or Twitter. Or TikTok, uh, yeah. It's all about, like, you know, I have this content, but really, like, these are the things that I want to help bring it right. up. Yeah. And what's interesting about the ones where they're user uh, generated in those cases, and just, like, with the, the what did you, what, what was it called originally? The keyword stuff. Mm -hmm. That's what you called it, yeah. yeah. Um, is that they don't necessarily correspond to what's in there. Right. Right. I can make a hashtag about anything mm -hmm. and, you know, oh, the hashtag for Pete Davidson is apparently trending right now. Um, I could write a post about The Legend gardening. of Zelda or gardening and tag him and just post the hashtag so that more people see it. Right. Which is the downside to all these things. Yes. Uh, but I mean, like. Is this kind of an inevitable thing, though? Because once you have enough user-generated content out there, like, how does this not happen? Like, is there a way to get around, like, that downside? Or is that just the con that comes with the pro of being able to... Well, I think that's what Google's done that makes their search engine work so much better than basically every... I mean, they've... From the other search engine yeah. you can name, you know, yeah. like Bing, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> um, but they've been around and basically number one in search for quite a while now and I think the reason is that they do a good job of heuristically determining what the correct keywords are mm -hmm. and filtering out that noise because that's what I would want like if I'm on Twitter and I want to find something out about mint tea uh, and I want to go to the mint tea I'm sure all these things we're bringing up are things you do constantly 100%. I'm learning so much um <laughs> Right. And I, but mint tea is super popular today. So someone starts just spamming about their website that has nothing to do with that. I, that would annoy me. And then it becomes less useful. So like where you find use is if you have an AI curation system or even just like, uh, like a moderator. Yeah. Moderators. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, we found that, like, you know, giving free speech to every single person on the Internet forever uh, is, you know, eventually going to lead to bad things. And you need some kind, you need curation, you need moderation, and content tagging systems are no different. Um, but beyond that, there's, like, what goes into the actual tagging and the the logic behind it. I feel like this is something that's kind of it's not very sexy in programming. Like programming is, you know, the the hot topics are always like oh, what what language is cool now? What framework are you using? Not like how do you structure your content tagging system, you know. But much like Google basically made, you know, gajillions on figuring out how to, you know, mine the depths of the internet, which is full of tons of chaff to get at the wheat. Um if you have your own system of content, like for example, at my work, you know, we, we have websites and we have pages and they have content in them, but they also can have tags. And so if you want to go to the search engine on our site to find content of a specific type on our site, 
you know, having the content well tagged and accurate is very helpful as the content expands and you get more stuff, you know, how do you find that stuff among the pile of stuff? And yeah. so one of the examples uh, that Hillel brought up was like the difference between tagging something horse and horses. Yeah. Like, should that even be allowed? And if it should, like, if you, t- if you search for horse, do you also bring up horses? If you search for horses, do you also bring up horse? Right. Like, h- how do you even make that decision? And I mean, how would you make that decision, Matt? Of uh, you, prob- you would probably Man. have to use fuzzy logic. Uh, whoa, whoa, fuzzy logic! That sounds like a um, sounds like a highfalutin word. Well, uh, what does that mean? Effectively, you'd have to use a, a heuristic instead of an algorithm. Would be like where it's like eh, it matches close enough. Um, okay. What's that? What's that wordle like that you like to play? Oh, semantle, mm-hmm. right? That's effective. Well, like is a strong word. But yes, yeah. but well, it came out around it that did. time. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, that is actually probably a good example of that where it's like, these are words that are used in conjunction or related to these words. Yeah. And it's like, it's almost forming a, like a mind map or a word cloud type thing. Right. Uh, I would imagine is how I would, is how I would go about writing code that would generate their own tagging system. So, Otherwise it's just a database, right? Right. So, so <laughs> if I had like a frontier website, mm-hmm. like all about the frontier, uh, like, like the, the sorry, the, the old West frontier, um, and I searched for horse in the search engine, does that mean, are you saying that it should also bring up content, maybe lower ranked, but still in the search results uh, about farms, about... Cowboys? Animals in general, about mm. cowboys, like, yeah. or should it only bring content up that's about horse? Because I'm like, yeah, I searched for horse, Matt, not cowboys. Well, I think what it is is, you know, uh, if you go to basically any search engine and you search for anything... They usually give you options of how to sort it, right? Sort by relevance, sort by price, sort relevance by this. Relevance has always been a fuzzy term to me. But relevance has got to be about this. And then it's how do you determine relevance? And I, right. And that's where they talk about in this Twitter thread, um, you know, manually creating subtags or aliases to, to link things together. But then how do you filter that noise out? I right. might want to say, like, what if I want specifically to only search for uh, cases of uh, on your frontier website where there are multiple horses and no other animals. How would right. I? How do you search for that? Right. Because um, you don't want to start throwing in a bunch of negative uh, terminology. You want to just. Oh, you mean like 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 horses, not animals, yes. kind of a thing. Cause, because but, but is, is, isn't that used in search engines like that boolean it logic? Is. But there's there's a you know there's an infinite number of, of mm. terms. So yeah. you. You don't want to say not this and not this and not this and not this. You, right. I usually use that when I, I search for something and I'm like, okay, the, oh, there's a wrestler named Horse. Okay, that's not what I mean. <laughs> Filter that one out. Uh, he's my favorite wrestler. I love that guy. He's great. Yeah. <laughs> but he's always horsing around, you know? Yeah. On that show back in the 90s. They really saddled him with that gimmick. <sighs> yeah. Well, this ain't my first rodeo, Matt, so let's mm-hmm. move on. All right. Uh, <laughs> you, got um, that, you got that bridal party later. Yeah. Yep. Right. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm out of horse jokes now. <laughs> Um, Winnie Cooper, one of yours. I don't know. Oh, that's the main thing. Yeah. All right, now I'm done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're never done, we just give up. Um, <sighs> all right, I'm out. So, God, 
what are we even getting around here about content management? It, I mean, are we are we saying that like it's it's difficult, and this is probably why there's one main search engine technology because there's not a lot of room for. You know, we can't have 10 Googles all searching the internet and being different enough to be worth using. Like, 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 are we saying that Google has found the best way to essentially tag the internet so that you can find what you want and there's nowhere to go from here? No. And they're just going to become Lord and Emperor and we're all doomed? I think you can see uh, situations where it is explicitly working better than other places. Um, if you go away from, uh, if you look at places where they, where there effectively is a moderator, mm-hmm. right? If you go to Netflix and mm-hmm. search for a movie, those are broken down by tags, but those aren't just like, I can't set a tag. You right. can't set a tag. It's people that work there can. Right. Whereas if I go and release a pro a game on the apple app store Mm -hmm. i can tag that with anything i want Mm -hmm. this dice game is an adventure game (laughs) no it's not right you don't know what that means and i see that all the time and i think where a lot of the benefit of labels and content tagging comes is when you have a dedicated when when someone has final say over basically where it can Mm. be curated and it's not just slapdash whatever whatever you say it is right perhaps voting on whether or not the tags are valid is mm-hmm. a use is something that could be done to make those like i can see like a reddit like uh up arrow down arrow mm-hmm. uh, up vote down vote type thing on individual tags yeah i could see that kind of thing being a really good way of of refining results but it really is probably going to be a machine learning over time, and Google has a huge head start there. I right. think on on machine learning around this topic in particular. Yeah, because I think I think we both agree that like moderation as a concept is it, it doesn't scale. It doesn't scale exactly with humans. There's yeah. just I mean, it, you you made me you made me uh, you reminded me of like the people who have to look at YouTube videos to make sure that they don't have like you know. Uh, sensitive content yeah. and stuff and so they're they're left moderating that content to say yeah. whether this should be deleted it, from the internet or yeah. not is this allowed to be on the kids profile right and more and more of that is being done by machine learning right and then often what will happen is it it's the the fuzzy cases where we're like we don't it can't tell right it's it's a uh, confidence score is low enough Mm-hmm. That it's like it might it crossed this threshold, but it didn't cross this. Yes, definitely ban it threshold. Mm-hmm. That's when it goes to a person, right? And then that helps refine the search engine, yeah, or the the machine learning algorithm. But so since that's where it's going, does that mean that there's still there's still a large enough space for content management systems done just by people? Is it just a matter of scale, small scale, yay, large scale, nay, or even at large scale is you know, a content management, a content tagging system still okay enough. I think when you have user-generated content, I think it's always going to be difficult to get moderation around that. Mm-hmm. I think when you have uh, effectively a funnel of how things can come in and they have some sort of gating mm-hmm. and it's not just anything can go on here, that's where a, an individual person or a, a group of people could go and figure out what the what the tags are. Right. Uh, So content tagging, good. Machine learning heuristics, good. But there's still plenty of places where the old style file folder structure 
should not change to one of those systems. Yeah. Like, and I'm staring at it right now. I'm looking at a, a code project you have open. Yes. Which is essentially the old style hierarchy of folders and files. And like, I'm trying to imagine all the folders going away and all your files just being an alphabetical list and you having to yeah. tag each of them so you know yeah. what they contain. Tag, tag it with this is this is the function name. It, you know, but you could yeah, you could search by extension and you could search by length and you could search by. But I mean, really, where that comes into play is like the IntelliSense type uh, thing, where like, okay, uh, I'm clicking on this word, uh, a command click on this word, and it takes me to the definition of where that function is mm-hmm. defined, and now I can see that kind of thing is again, I know what the word I'm looking for is. Mm-hmm. Where it would come into play is something like uh, npm or mm-hmm. any of those. That's that's where you still have content tagging. Otherwise. I would rather just have folders and hierarchies. Right. Because <laughs> then I know where things are. Right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, well, hello. Thank you for the thought-provoking uh, tweet thread, uh, Twitter thread. Uh, content tagging is an interesting system, and depending on how much content and who's putting it there and, you know, uh, wh- who has to see it and whether it needs to be rated or not, you know, th- there's a lot of things that go into figuring out the best way to manage your content and label it so that people can find it. So I don't think we really have a, an answer to, you know, obviously there's multiple ways and they all have their pros and cons. Yep. And we have exhausted all of them and done the best job any two people in a room recording a podcast could possibly do about this topic. Yep. How would you tag this this uh, this episode? This episode, oh. I mean, is it too meta to say that, that I would tag it tagging? Yeah. Okay. No, I mean no. It's not. It's not too meta. <laughs> okay, but like, uh, but but would I do tag or tags or tagging? Yes, content tag, content uh, hyphen. Oh, content hyphen tagging or content, content content space tagging. Uh, camel case. No, no, that's terrible. <laughs> no. Uh, all right. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode of Hacking the Grepson. Um, you can find more episodes at hackingthegrepson.com. Uh, I don't think we're on Twitter or anything like that. But, but we'll be on Mastodon. We'll be on Mastodon someday, <laughs> maybe? I don't know. Um, yeah, you know, find us on iTunes and places like that and rate us. That'd be cool if you did mm-hmm. that. Ta- uh, you can leave a comment saying what content tags you would use for this episode. Yeah, actually, because we're hosted on Podbean currently, they do have a, a place to put comments. So if That's you want to go on there and leave us comments, that would be great. We'd love to hear what you think of the show yeah. and, uh, you know, your thoughts on growing coffee in your garden. Uh, we now return you to your regularly scheduled lives already in progress. Bye.